Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today marks Sunday, the 26th of April of the year 2020. And happy birthday today to lumpy stud Channing Tatum and wordy thoughtlifters David Hume and Ludwig Wittgenstein. In history, on this day in 1514, Copernicus made his first observation of Saturn, famously recording his words as, Hey, I think that's Saturn. In 1928, on this day, Madame Tussaud's waxwork exhibition reopened in London after a fire which briefly turned the entire building into Madame Tussaud's Lit Candles Emporium. Your guest for today is Man's Man and returning podcast guest, James Nokise. James, welcome back to the show. Hi, Alice, and may the blessings of Jacinda Ardern be upon you and your people. (laughs) Well, it's a pleasure to have you back, as always. And, as always, on the weekends, we take a step back from the treacherous jungle that is the 24-hour news cycle and breathe a respite in the humble but welcoming tribal village that is The Weekend magazine. This Weekend magazine's top feature section is a new New Zealand feature section, but first, some features we won't have time for. In the Weekend magazine today, a lounging special feature with tips from celebrity trainers about how to lounge around your own home with proper technique. Uh, horizontally on a fainting couch, sort of in a weird Z shape, uh, bendy bendy across a large chaise maybe, or a, um, a couch or sofa, and, and again directly flat if you're lying on the floor. And also in the Weekend Magazine, a taking the first S out of pests section, which shows you how to turn household vermin into beloved members of your family pet spectrum. Put a hat on a spider. Name all your mice. Teach a non-singing cockroach how to sing. With a two-page spread on how to identify which vermin are the most fun to attribute character traits to. And a step-by-step guide on how to enjoy creatures which might formerly have filled you with dread. And that's all we have time for for the feature sections we won't have time for because, of course, now your ads. And it's time for your ad section now because the discontent of the masses is easily solved with enough bread and circuses or modern Instagram equivalents. 
Enjoy the sounds of the rainforest with Andy Zaltzman's new Sound of the Rainforest meditation track. The moist dripping of condensation from leaves, the horrifyingly evocative sound of bonobos fucking, the spine-tingling sound of a parrot realising it's lost its one true love, the minor mimic bird realistically able to mimic gunfire, trail derailment and a 14-year-old high achiever getting a C on a test. Sounds of the Rainforest by Andy Zaltzman, including a director's commentary track, which is just Andy saying, oh no. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Half a Glass of Water Expanded Edition. If you have half a glass of water but aren't quite ready to drink it, but are also in need of some refreshment, take your fingers, take your first four fingers of your hand, uh, including your thumb but not including your little finger, dip them gently into half a glass of water, just the tips, uh, turn it towards your face, and then flick it flick it just 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 turn your little hand into a star really quickly so it's a refreshing burst of refreshment brought to you by half a glass of water and the last post and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by flame retardant carpet all the problems of traditional carpet but you're not sure what's in it and it's probably giving you cancer right now and if you buy now or touch a door handle we'll give you a bonus electric shock per meter of flame retardant carpet comes in industrial eggshell or institutional teal Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top feature of the Weekend Magazine, your feature section discussing New New Zealand. James Nokise, you're one of the closest humans to New New Zealand right now, given that humans aren't generally allowed on board that mysterious landmass off the coast of New Zealand. Please uh, tell us what's happening. Thank you, Alice. I'm here in Aotearoa, Old New Zealand, sometimes known as New Zealand, not to be confused with Old Zealand, which of course is known as just Zealand as opposed to <laughs> New Zealand or Aotearoa, New Zealand, which is the closest country to New New Zealand. And the news coming out is rather suspicious because there has been zero cases of COVID-19 coronavirus in the squid population uh, of the New New Zealanders. Uh, of course, they were self-isolating uh, before the pandemic due to the fact that they were self-isolating from everyone, hence why they're new New Zealanders. But it is highly suspicious because of the timing that they would simply show up and then this pandemic has come out. Yes, the mysterious 
the mysterious octopus tribes, the Federated Octopus Tribes of New New Zealand, um, certainly have been reacting oddly to the spread of the coronavirus. And they did publish their flag. Uh, if you remember the controversial flag that was just an octopus uh, octopus person standing atop a pile of human bodies uh, that caused some controversy at the time, although, of course, the octopus people claimed that it was uh, purely um, a symbolic uh, and abstract picture to their people. So, there, yeah, there is some suspicion. Has new evidence come out then? Actually, I'm just being asked if I can issue an apology uh, to the people of New New Zealand, the octopus people, because I referred to them as squids uh, just a few moments ago. And of course, squids and octopus are very different. They they look nothing alike, really. Uh, and there's no place for that kind of generalized uh, racial uh, profiling within <laughs> professional journalism. Well, I think what sparked off a lot of this controversy, Alice, is the government of New New Zealand offering other countries PPE equipment on January the 8th. Mm. Where did they get these masks from? How did they use them? Were they for underwater? How does that even work? Many questions which we still do not have answers to. They did offer a number of respirators also but that didn't work at all for human physiognomy. Um, the argument that has been made, at least in public, is that they, they presented the masks to people on the 8th of January purely to cover their horrible people faces and that it had nothing to do with the upcoming virus. Obviously, they could get away with masks well, being people from underwater <laughs> who are suddenly above water. But I think we were all a bit suspicious when the gowns showed up as well and why the gloves were even there. I mean, just watching them all try and put the gloves on the tentacle. It's just a very strange visual. Well, at least uh, you can never accuse the octopus people of, of being indistinguishable from one another, which is a traditional racist trope against races that you don't particularly like. You say they all look the same to me, but because the octopus people are constantly changing colour and, and uh, patterning, it, even one of them doesn't look the same as itself from minute to minute. Although if I could draw your attention to a few minutes ago, Alice, when I referred to an entire race of octopus people <laughs> as squids. Well, thank you. That's all we have time for for your top feature section on this weekend magazine, Day of Joy. Now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. And remember, you can send a letter to the editor at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Dear Alice and co-host, insert name here, please don't make me look dumb, I hate looking dumb. That's you today, James. You I recently ordered... <laughs> I can't see you. I'm only reading your writing. So, yes, you just sound dumb. <laughs> I recently ordered Savage, Alice Fraser's feature-length documentary about the life and times of legendary WWE wrestler, macho man Randy Savage. I ordered the documentary off Josh Gondelman's Amazon Prime disruptor site, Amazon Crime. What I received was a repeating gif of Andy Zaltzman looking into the camera and yelling both his and the Macho Man's famous catchphrase, Oh yeah! I continued watching this gif for the total advertised runtime of the documentary, which was one hour and three minutes and fifty seconds. The Macho Man was never once mentioned. Can I please have my money back? Matt. Uh, any, any words of advice for Matt here, James? I'd actually be doing a lot of Moncho Man finger twirls and spins because what you have in your hands is the incredibly rare <laughs> Zoltzman edition of Savage. <laughs> it is the Willy Wonka golden ticket of Amazon comedy specials. And what you need to do, if it's not for you, is get on an internet flogging <laughs> site because as the Moncho Man used to say, the cream always rises to the top. And no, I don't know what that means. Thank you so much for sending a letter into the editor, Matt. Remember, you too can send a letter to the editor at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. 
And thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Your guest today on the podcast was Mr. James Nokise. James, thank you for coming. Uh, is there anything that you have to plug? Oh, just reminding listeners that uh, Nish Kumar and myself have an upcoming book tour for our joint project, The Joy of Sex with Robots. Uh, I've got a lot of the writing done. I'm just waiting on Nish to send through those video files. <laughs> That's such an upsetting image. The last post is a something else. Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. Please, if you have Amazon Prime, do watch my special Savage. I'm Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash Fraser for my occasional blogs or to subscribe for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner, and I say to him, as I say every day, good luck to you, Christopher. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. The fertility doctor, Jan Karbat, was renowned for getting amazing results. Women who were desperate for children would visit him at his Rotterdam clinic. Many would leave pregnant. But when the clinic closed, rumours circulated about the methods the doctor used to achieve his success. My name's Jenny Kleeman, and I've been investigating what happened in Karbat's clinic. It's the story of a doctor who was determined to create life by any means possible. The Immaculate Deception, a brand new podcast from something else, coming on March 18th, wherever you get your podcasts.